Thank you very much. Uh, you've heard a lot about home title theft, where cyber thieves remove you from your home's title and become the owner. Uh, you better get home title lock. Uh, I've been telling you that for a while because this stuff is going on. Uh, you may have seen this Facebook breach that happened. I think there's 500 million accounts uh, that were exposed to cyber thieves. If, uh, if the FBI cybercrime expert is on the money, uh, he says that everything that thieves need to take over as the new owner of your home was leaked. Uh, address, personal information, a lot of it's out there. And if it's not Facebook, you know, some your information's obviously available to these guys if they pick you out of the pile. You don't want to be the person they pick. Uh, if this happens to you, they forge your name on a deed and then you are in major trouble. Uh, do what I did. Protect yourself. Protect your home's title with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. Then you get 30 risk-free days of protection. 30 risk-free days of protection going on now with the code radio. It's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is radio. And coincidentally enough, we're starting a radio program here in just a few seconds. a typical day around america nike the ceo said quote nike is of china and for china end quote that's that's fantastic uh biden has uh issued another executive order um to make sure that the unscientific race training is happening at every level of the federal government. Oh, and there was an exorcism at a Home Depot. So it's the usual Monday here in America. We get to that in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Nothing more frustrating than a pair of wireless earbuds that don't live up to the most basic standards. I mean, it's 2021. We don't have flying cars, but can we get the earbud thing right? Um, You shouldn't expect anything less than the kind of... uh, perfection you get with wireless earbuds from Raycon. Um, the Apple uh, AirPods drive me out of my mind. First of all, they look stupid. The big white sticks hanging out of your ears. They are extremely uncomfortable and they continually fall out. Have you ever tried to wear them while you're laying in bed? Unless you're somebody who sleeps on their back. Ow! Now get a pair of Raycons. You're getting crisp powerful sound at half the price raycons look good they feel even better they come in a range of colors Uh, they have customizable gel tops that is for a comfortable fit and it they won't fall out of your ears all the time raycons are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case they stay charged for hours so you're going to get a ton of listening time out of them every time you charge them up raycon right now is offering 15 percent off all of their products and here's all you have to do just go to buyraycon.com slash back get 15 percent off right now at buyraycon.com slash back
Hey, there was a <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> a report that was just issued from the National Archives. Now, the report came from the National Archives Task Force. When I say task force, Stu, what kind of comes to your it's a task force? Hmm. I mean, like almost like a military so, operation, you know, swooping yeah, in. Yeah, military mm-hmm. operation. Yeah. They're grappling into the National Archives. Well, they've got their own task force going on. Hey, do we have that CNN race music? Do you remember that, Sarah? That might be kind of a task forcey kind of uh, music. Yeah, CNN said at one point they've got a CNN uh, uh, race team that's going to be out there like a task force. <laughs> and the race team's going to be out there and they're going to jump into action. Yeah. So here it is, the National Archives Task Force on Racism. Well, they just issued their first report, and you will never guess what they said. It's crazy. They say where America's founding documents are displayed in the National Archives was really an example of structural racism. Well, this race team is great. They suggested major changes on how the Constitution and other notable records are presented in order to provide context. Now, if I remember the uh, National Archives, and I do very well, uh, you walk in and it's a big limestone building, big pillars and everything else. There's a flag to one side. Uh, there's a flag on the side of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. And here's how here's how racist this is. They have when you walk in, they have this big gate that says, oh, this is important. Then you walk past that gate and up these stairs and they're hanging on the wall in in a in really what is can only be described as an amazing vault behind all this bomb proof glass is the constitution and the declaration of independence and when i say it's a vault i say that because it can take a ground zero missile hit and within a fraction of a second it drops down and is sealed in a vault so nothing can ever happen to it (laughs) structural racism you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying do they do they do that uh, for, you know, the the bullhorn of Al Sharpton, because that is also an American icon that should be preserved. No, just our founding documents. Now, they also pointed out the fact, and I forgot about this. They have a giant mural up on the wall. They have two of them. One is for all of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. And the other one is for all the signers of the Constitution. And they didn't include any of the black signers. Well, I mean, there weren't, there weren't any. But can't we throw a few black people in there? That is oppressive. When you see the actual faces of these monsters, all of them white, without anyone in the archive saying, hey, Let's let's sprinkle in some black people, maybe a couple of Hispanics. How about a Chinese guy? Maybe maybe the Chinese guy can be right next to George Washington. 
can we not reimagine history a little bit? So they said also in the uh, National Archive, you got to be ready for this, Sarah, the National Archives Race Task Force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they also said that the National Archives portrays the individual founding fathers in a much too positive way. Oh, my gosh. You know, can I tell you something about Ben Franklin? He was fat. He's a fat, fat, fatty. And I think our National Archives need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He was one of the, you know, real leaders of the abolitionist movement. But he was fat, 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 Ben. Ben's a big, fat, fatty. That's what should be in the National Archives. The group claimed in a little noticed report, I noticed it, to the U.S. top librarian that the archives own rotunda, which houses the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights, is an example of structural racism and that the founding fathers and other white, historic, impactful Americans are portrayed to positively. The National Archives Race Task Force. Also said that the legacy descriptions that use racial slurs and harmful language to describe people of color in communities are like racial slurs, but also they use terms like elderly and handicapped and illegal alien. So as bad as this is, I don't know if we're going to be able to. I mean, those frescoes, they're in there. I mean, we got to dynamite those things out. Um, because think of the stop with your white privilege. Think of the pain that that is causing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. It's the truth. But whose truth? Really? A bunch of white people? <laughs> they were the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, and that did good. Right. Thanks, Whitey. Anyway, uh, a lot of people of color uh, come through that rotunda. And so the task force uh, would like to have the National Archives put into context these documents. <clears throat> and their, su their suggestions are that perhaps we can provide context uh, of these documents in the rotunda uh, through dance and performance art in the space. So you might go there and you're like, I just want to see the Declaration of Independence. No, no, no. Maybe you should see some interpretive dance routine uh, that will, quote, invite dialogue about the ways that the United States has mythologized the uh, founding era. Uh, we, why? First of all, you know me, Stu, and I think you can verify if there is anybody that is bigger in the interpretive dance world uh, than me. 
I mean, mm. name them. Well, I am a huge advocate of interpreted dance. You are, and that's why, of course, you were named the number three overall advocate of interpreted dance uh, in Interpretive Dance magazine. Uh, that being said, well, I you, would. You uh, that, that was politics. That kept me. They kept me out of number one. That was a political thing with the magazine. <clears throat> but uh, you know, I was in Auschwitz, and I was standing there. I was standing in the shower room, and I said, "You know what would bring this home? No. Interpretive dance, really." And uh, hmm? that was what. See, are you one of those people that thinks that would be offensive? Yeah. You don't get the interpretive dance. Yeah, a tad. Yeah, well, probably you would say more offensive than the interpretive dance in front of, you know, the uh, the founding documents. And the interpretive dance is basically because, see, you know, I saw Auschwitz and I thought it's being portrayed. The Germans are being portrayed in a very negative way. And if we could just have some interpretive dance about the good soldiers that were there. Mm, I don't Can we think balance we should do that, that out a bit. <laughs> no, you don't I, think so. Under don't no think circumstances so. should that okay. be balanced out. All right. <clears throat> Strangely, the number three guy for interpretive dance agrees with you. <laughs> Whoa. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Mm. Now, um, I guess we could reinvent history and we could say, Geez, some of those soldiers, you know, that were working in the camps, they weren't so bad. Or we could also reimagine history and say, you know, uh, there were a lot of Hispanics that signed the Declaration of Independence. So I'm just going to put them into that portrait. That doesn't mean that only white people could come up with it. It just means that at the time it was white people that did do it. And that you can talk about all of the bad things that you want that have come from the signing of the Declaration of Independence. But nothing will ever get me to believe no dance, believe it or not, no interpretive dance will convince me that the United States of America, the signing of the Declaration of Independence has done more to keep people slaves or to keep people <clears throat> to keep people under the thumb and not bring more freedom and more good to the world than bad. Now, lately, you could make that case. Lately, we are when France Let me say this again. When France says, the French president says, don't buy into any of the crap that is coming out of of Washington and the United States. Don't buy into all of this crap. When France takes a stand that is correct about us, the world's upside down. World's upside down. (laughs) Well, it's just like you to say the world's upside down. That's because you've been looking at it with North America at the top. How do we know what the top is and what the bottom is? It's a three-dimensional space. We don't know what the top of the universe is and the bottom of the universe. You talk about the world upside down. It's you white people and you, you North American people and you Europeans that made all the globes. Oh, dear God. I, I will say, Glenn, I mean, it's a good point, but it would probably be made better with interpretive dance. And I assume you'll be doing that later on your Instagram page or something from the ranch. Uh, 
oh, don't tempt me because I just might. Don't tempt me. That sentence was specifically is, designed to tempt you. Yeah. This is this. This should bother people deeply. These documents, I believe, are sacred documents. These documents have are the the key to end slavery. They are the key. That's not me saying that. That's Frederick frickin' Douglass that said that. What did Martin Luther King quote in his I dream of uh, I, I, I have a dream speech? He challenged us to live up to the words that he quoted in the Declaration of Independence. Live up to those words. The problem is not those documents or those men. The problem is we don't read those documents anymore. We're not even trying to live those documents anymore. We haven't tried for at least a 100 years. And every time we make a mistake, it's because we go off these documents. Oh, the trail of tears. Yeah, yeah. Why was that wrong? Because you were taking property. You were taking it. You were breaking your own word and breaking promises. You were treating one group of people like they're not all men. I don't know. Maybe we should start living those words and understanding those words. Because that will make us a more perfect nation. Not doing some stupid freaking dance. And I got to tell you, it's a good thing that the Declaration of Independence and all those documents are behind bomb-proof uh, glass. Because if I walk into the National Archives and I see interpretive dance telling me how bad it is, my head will explode. And all of those documents They'll have pieces of Glen Head on them. So please, National Archives, please keep them safe. Because I have a feeling I'm not the only one whose head would pop if I see interpretive dance in front of those documents. But remember, I am all for interpretive dance. I live it. I love it. Let me tell you about Rectech. Grilling out used to be a really long process uh, with a really weird ending. Uh, it always ended up with uh, everything in it on fire. Uh, but then I started grilling with Rectech. Nothing goes on fire anymore. It's I know. I know. I know. You don't set everything on fire? Oh. Because I get really good steaks, and then uh, they'd be on fire. And I'd be like, I think the steaks are a little overdone, at least on the outside. The inside, they're still a little blue. Uh, might be frozen, but on the outside, they're black. Anyway, oh my gosh, why would you say they're black? Call the National Archives race team. Call them right now. Tell them he's just going on and on. We need a dancer. Anyway, um, I don't I don't do that to my steaks anymore. Uh, it, everything comes out perfectly because Rectech tells you when it's done. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q. 
Uh, get one now and uh, up your game when it comes to grilling and smoking, even baking in a Rectech. Check it out for yourself. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right. Can we just can we please just talk about something that makes me feel like things are normal for just a second yes glenn we can yes just handed a story a home depot store on commerce boulevard in dixon city pennsylvania has become a site of an exorcism so where do you hold your exorcism in a home depot i mean we've all done it You know, we didn't mean to, but sometimes just exorcisms spontaneously erupt. And you're in the Home Depot. Do you do it in the plumbing section? No, you idiot. No, you do it in the lumber aisle. All right, because of prices? No, you. Oh, you godless animal. No, you do the exorcism, and I'm quoting, for... All of all of the dead trees that are in that lumber, that, that pile of lumber, look at what man has done. And so they are exercising all of the, the, the lumberjacks DNA and, and the spirit, the mean spirit that was put into that lumber by the mills. <sighs> I mean, how am I going to build my house with, with demon-filled lumber? Why are you exercising it? Why, why, why are you doing that? You, do you need lumber? Don't I, I better not ever see you even whittle. I better not see a clog on you. Nothing. Nothing. It's like vegetarians that really care about animals. Why aren't you vegan? Why aren't you vegan? Oh, because I like my leather belt. Shut up. Shut up. Don't talk to me. If you want your leather belt, don't talk to me about animals. Shut the pie hole. And for those of you who are going out to your Home Depot exorcism for the lumber. Oh, don't show up in clogs, brother. Don't do it. Don't do it. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, finally something that makes sense. Let's talk about the economy. Uh, The Fed finally admitted they might be wrong about inflation. Really? How'd you come up with that? The reverse repo, uh, repo overnight lending market between the Fed and the banks is uh, now now uh, set to eclipse one trillion dollars nightly every single night that's just to fit the rules that they don't have enough cash to cover all of the things that could go bad overnight with the foreign stock market so they they need a trillion dollars every night from the federal government hey may i suggest it's time to look into gold or silver because that doesn't seem like it's coming from a healthy financial system 
Please call Goldline. Right now, they're giving away free silver with their popular graded $5 Liberty coins. These are the ones that I buy. They're graded for their weight and purity. With each box of $20 gold $5 Liberties, uh, every 20 you get, you receive 20 of the famous Mind Your Business silver bars at no additional cost. Call 866-GOLDLINE. Do it now. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV today. Yeah, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm just working on the National Archives interpretive dance. Uh, I I can't explain it to you. I may have to act it out, uh, dance it out, if you will, dance it out uh, with my daughter today, uh, live on Inst- Instagram. I need to get a pair of tights, though. Anyway, just um, uh, so you can... just uh, find a couple of pairs of pants from pairs of pants from like two years ago and. Uh... Should su- summarize the tights, uh, yeah, aspect pretty well. You know, I'm an artist too. You don't, uh, you don't, don't mock it. What I'm best at, interpretive no, dance. That's true. I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an artist. I'm a Renaissance man, if you will. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's what you. Which are. means basically, I, I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of hoping the plague will come to wipe us all out. You know, it'd be a lot easier than just living the rest of our life like this. Um, so I'm a renaissance man, you know. Hey, by the way, what's going on with uh, the National Archives? Huh. Told you so. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? This is why we've been preserving American history uh, with Mercury One and why I am on uh, a holy tear. Uh, to get uh, as much as we can preserved and protected of American history, uh, both the good and the bad. Um, but we will show it. We're not going to do any kind of interpretive dance with it. Uh, I can give you my word. And we will show it. These documents are, I'm telling you, these documents are going to be lost to the world if we continue down this road. You won't see them. Um, because, you know, there'd be too many dancers in the way. Um, it's one of the reasons why I am painting as much as I am. And, um, my art is all about the story of America. Um, it is the, you know, the story of, of the American West about ingenuity, about just doing things when you know, nobody wants you to be there all of the great heroes of America that we've just erased. Uh, and yes, <laughs> black heroes and white heroes, male heroes and female, as if that social construct even exists. And all of the proceeds uh, are going to um, the uh, to Mercury One. And um, I'm... I'm going to ask them if they will use it to purchase more items for our history vault, um, because it is vital. If you have anything, anything that uh, needs to be preserved uh, from history and 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 you think it's it has some value to it. I was just talking to a friend of mine who said, I've got this collection of stuff. And I said, We'll protect it. Please, please, we'll protect it. 
um, this stuff needs to be preserved. And if it's uh, if it's something of note, please reach out to either me or Mercury One, and when um, we'll we'll uh, talk to you about what it is. Also, if you can make a donation to help preserve American history, you can do that through MercuryOne.org. Um, and uh, if you want something back for it, buy one of the paintings. Um, I'm doing a show in July 26th through July 31st. I'll be there on the 31st, um, and it is happening in Park City, Utah, uh, up in the mountains in, uh, in pretty liberal Park City. Uh, and been treated well, and I'm excited to be there. History, you can uh, join us there July 26th through July 31st and uh, pick up one of the, they are pricey, I will tell you that. I didn't set the price. I was a little shocked at the price, a little bit, but uh, all the proceeds go to something really, really great, preserving American history. Now, um, I got a couple of things here that I still uh, need to, to get to. Um, uh, one, yesterday, I was, uh, I was out with the Buffalo, because that's how I hang. You know, that's, what I, that's how I roll. It's just what I do. Um, I had the great, I mean, this was the greatest thing I think I've ever done. One of, one of the top five things I've ever been able to do. Uh, a guy who lives, you know, down the mountain a spell, uh, he has, I just found out, between two and 3,000 buffalo. Uh, and they just roam this, how many acres? 13,000 acres? Something like that? 13,000 acres. And um, he said, they're spread all over. But, you know, if we come with a truck, um, they'll come to us. And I was like, What? It, that's kind of a bad thing. He's like, no, it's really cool. He said, when you see, you know, a thousand buffalo charging towards you from way off and the smoke is there and you can hear the hoof beats and it, the ground kind of shakes. And I'm like, that's when we get in the car and drive away. Right. Um, but it was amazing, amazing experience. And I have all of it. All the video is up on my Instagram page uh, and I kind of tell you what's going on. But it it, it, it was awesome here's one of the reasons why i'm telling you about this you would think that those who love nature those who love buffalo we've got to protect the buffalo the white men killed all the buffalo okay yeah true absolutely true and it was horrific what the white man did uh to the buffalo absolutely horrific want to learn about it Talk to us at Mercury One. We have some artifacts and uh, and some photos of horrific things the white man did to the buffalo. Um, so you'd think that you'd want to make amends and, you know, breed more buffalo. Well, there's only two pure groups of buffalo, and they come out of, at least in America, they come out of our national parks. And the uh, the buffalo ranchers, the people who are raising them, want to breed the cow out of them. And it was amazing. I have never seen this before. I didn't even notice. I think it's in one of the videos. You look at a buffalo, and you know what a buffalo looks like, and you know what a cow looks like. But the, some of these buffalo had been bred 100 years ago to get the stock back up. They'd been bred with cows because there weren't enough buffalo. 
And so now they look like cows. They don't even look like buffalo. They look like cows. It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. And uh, so I said, how do you get the cow out of the buffalo? And uh, he said, well, you know, for meat, most people don't care. It's called beefalo, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, but for the animal, to be able to preserve the animal. And he said, well, you'd have to talk to the federal government. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, they're the only ones that can do that. They're the only ones that have the pure buffalo. And we can't get any. They won't let us breed any real buffalo to try to get them back to the real buffalo. Uh, and I said, why is that a protection thing? And he said, oh, no, I, I don't know. You'd have to have to ask them because they kill several hundred of them. They call and kill several hundred uh, every time, every year that comes around. They got to kill so much so they can preserve. They won't let the average person have a buffalo. You can't buy a buffalo to breed it to make sure that you have pure buffalo. Nope. Nope. The federal government thinks it's much better to kill them. So I'm glad to see that the systemic racism and the white man's problem with government, uh, and I'm sorry, with Buffalo, is still deeply embedded in our federal government. Maybe this is what they're talking about. Now, in other news, um, I read a story, uh, that, and it's just titled, Things That Surprised a New Yorker About the Midwest. So, yes, I had to read that. New Yorkers define the Midwest as... Everything in between New York and Los Angeles. That's the Midwest. Um, this guy seems to actually know that the Midwest is, you know, the Chicago area. But he wanted to talk about the surprising things that he found. He found in the Midwest in some of these small towns like Chicago and Detroit. I'm not making that up. Uh, you know, the things he found in these smaller towns of Chicago and Detroit. He said, I grew up on Long Island. I moved to New York City six years ago. I'm born and bred New Yorker. But I found a few things that really surprised me about the Midwest. Uh, you know, as a resident of Brooklyn, I quickly learned it's nearly impossible to have a moment of solitude in New York. Everywhere you look, there's people. No matter what time of day, there's almost no such thing as an empty street in New York. But in the Midwestern cities I visited, now I'm thinking Kansas, you know. And not even Kansas City, just some some place in the Midwest, some place in Nebraska. No, no. He was talking about Chicago and uh, and Detroit. He said, uh, I walked through Chicago, for example, and there were some neighborhoods, especially downtown in the loop, that seemed almost completely empty. Even some of the subway stations seemed deserted. It felt eerie and almost apocalyptic to be walking down city streets alone. Well, that could be a little something to do with Lori Lightfoot. I'm just saying, uh, you know, uh, while the pandemic definitely plays a part in this, it's important to note the vastly different population sizes. Chicago only has 2.6 million people, while New York City has over 8 million. Wow, that is that surprised me. Did you know, Stu, that Chicago is smaller than New York? So the first thing that he was uh, surprised by is 
things move at a slower pace in the Midwest, including trains and restaurant service. He said trains in Chicago run every 10 to 15 minutes, while, I mean, in New York, they run every five to 10 minutes. And that surprised that surprised oh, it's him. deep. It's almost, uh, it makes you yeah. reconsider everything. Oh, you, mm. you wait, you wait, you wait. He says, there seems to be, there seems to be a greater emphasis on nature in some of these smaller towns, Chicago and Detroit, than in New York City. Mm, Detroit and nature are one. That's how I, th- I are mean, usually because are the one. plants have fought back and taken over the old buildings that are crumbling. Exactly right. <laughs> That's not a park. No, That's, <laughs> it's just a home. To my surprise, he says, to my surprise, many, many Midwesterners told me winters aren't as bad as New Yorkers made them out to be. Well, dude, they were just lying to you about that. Mm. Um, he says Chicago in the winter, according to some of the locals, isn't so bad. <laughs> they're lying to you. They're definitely lying to you. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. I was surprised, however, to see no parking signs that were weather dependent. Wait, I was even surprised. I was even more surprised about how hot it gets in the Midwest. And one of the things that shocked me, every I'm quoting, everyone I met was extremely nice in the Midwest, <laughs> unlike many in New York. I mean, I pedestrians. I love Chicago and stuff, but it's uh, it doesn't seem. I mean, I've been not, there. It's, it's like the nicest city town. in the world. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Pedestrians wave and thank cars as they cross intersections. Things are cheaper in the Midwest. <laughs> Things are cheaper in the Midwest. It's like a bad and Wikipedia. The Midwest page. has, I know, the Midwest has more than enough entertainment and culture to keep any traveler busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. He's got more of these. You can look. You can look this up. Things that surprised a New Yorker about the Midwest. He doesn't get out very often, or watch TV, or. He doesn't know anyone outside of his circle. Back in just a second. Man, I'm telling you, this interpreted dance thing I'm working on in my head right now is going to be, it is going to be good. American financing, whether you want to refinance uh, or buy a home, now might be the time to do it. Mortgage rates are still incredibly low. There are still options in the twos. Can you imagine a 2% mortgage? How much money would you save? Please don't go buy a bigger house. You know what? I bet that I bet that I bet that job promotion is going to come through. Yeah, I'm convinced of it. Let's get a bigger house and we can afford it cuz we have a lower mortgage. Please don't do that. Please do the responsible thing. See if you can get your mortgage down into the twos. See if even in the threes, you will save a buttload of money on your mortgage. And if you roll in your credit cards, your high interest credit cards, you'll save even more. You could save hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month, every month. It's American Financing. Call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 888-727-B. 
C-K. I just have to ask you, Stu, before we go, have you opted out of that free government check every month? Today is your last day to opt out of the child uh, tax credit check that will come to your house monthly. Uh, I don't know what you you mean at all. (laughs) Really? There's been so many advertisements on it. Everybody's going to get a monthly check from the federal government. If you claim child deductions on, you you know, on tax day. And so if you if you are claiming child deductions every month, they're going to send you a check and then they'll reconcile it around April 15th. Oh gosh. I hope they don't send you too much money. But uh, they're going to reconcile it on April 15th, but you can opt out. Today is the last day to opt out. Everybody's automatically in. Uh, You know, there's no training of people for UBI or, you know, trying to make people go, ooh, I get a free money check from the government every month. Um, You can opt out of that if you'd like. Uh, I am today. But if you don't have, if you don't remember your tax ID number, uh, you could still fill it out at irs.gov. You just you just go there and, and they're just asking you for a little biometric information. Uh, just but just a little biometric this information. Is the Glenn Beck program.